This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our Take Action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. And today, we're going to be having a difficult conversation. Yeah, get about your difficult gear, conversations. People. This is a this is a something you talked about the other day on the insurance syndicate. If you guys aren't following that, yep, got a lot of great Facebook feedback. Even my dad syndicate. texted me really and said, "Hey, I listened to because I also went well, you live also on go Instagram. live on Instagram, so yeah. at Luke Acre, so you can make sure you you yeah. got those live notifications turned on to get yeah. these." But. Yeah, join every Monday at ten Eastern Standard Time. Nice, I am yeah. going live and giving a Monday mindset. It's Monday mindset marketing and money. Right, you got to get your mindset right, get yep. your marketing right to get your money right. Yeah. But um, you know, we talked about radical candor, having direct conversations, and it really came out of I forget who said it. Like I wish I could give them credit, but somebody said everything you want mm-hmm. is on the other side of a difficult conversation. Yeah, I just want that to sink in for people right now. Like everything you want in life is on the other side of a difficult conversation. And if you think about that, right, I, I framed it up this way, and I have found this to be true. Like, I put the title of my, like, insurance syndicate. It's like this one trait, if you master this trait, you will exponentially grow your business, and it's one of the keys to success in life and in business, and it's the it's the skill set of having direct, radical, candor conversations with people. Yeah. Matthew Hussey, who's known as a relationship expert, right? So he counsels people and teaches people from a a relationship side, like husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend, stuff like that. And he said, your happiness is directly correlated to the number of hard conversations that you're willing to have. Yes. And this is a relationship expert um, Is it because you're getting off your chest and you're not living with that and you're you're not having that? you know, internal whatever, or is it because of the results that you get from having the difficult conversations? Like, I kind of wonder which one it is. I I mean, I can't say I know truly. I know for me, I can speak personally. It's like one is you, it doesn't bottle up inside you. Like you're talking about, Mm -hmm. you're not living a fake world. Mm -hmm. Like I I had a conversation with the manager the other day, because I was watching a, somebody in their, down the line, one of their team leads have a conversation Mm -hmm. with somebody. And I realized that person was not saying the frustration that they truly had. Okay. And it's like, you're not all the time. It's it's not real. It's not real. So I said, Hey, were you frustrated? When that person was acting that way? Yeah. Did that frustrate you? Cause you could see it all over their face that they're frustrated. (laughs) Why didn't you say it? Why weren't you honest? Yeah. Why weren't, why weren't you honest? Now, the reason why I say that though, is because not only do you get that right, but uh, don't you love the people in your life that you know you're getting the real person? And not only that, you know what they want yeah. and you know what they need. And if you think of Matthew Hussey from a relationship standpoint, like one of the kill, like killers of relationships is you get misalignment 
on expectations Mm -hmm. and people don't share what they need. And then it bottles up. And then every time it's like, if my wife, Megan never shares with me that she needs me to actually help her around the house, it just bottles up and bottles up and bottles up. And because she didn't want to have that radical camera conversation, I'm not calling Megan. I don't call myself out here, but because she didn't, yeah, exactly. Want to have that radical (laughs) candor conversation. All of a sudden it blows up. It is so true. And it is so important from a communication standpoint. Like when you have good communication, you understand, the value of good communication. I think Kim Scott even talks about, you mentioned radical candor, that there is a difference between, you know, being uh, with radical candor, and I'm not sure, she has like a grid where she's got like ruinous empathy and radical candor, yeah. different sort of, uh, there's like a quadrant. You can look it up online to, to see it and, and make sure to read that book. It's a great book. But there's this ability to have empathy behind and and, and good, good intentions along with the difficult conversation. I think yes. we're going to talk about some of this here because yeah. you've got six bullet points laid out here, uh, basically of kind of how to how to have these difficult conversations. The first bullet point I'll kick us off here is to let the person know uh, that this is going to be a difficult conversation and yes. kind of state your goal. Yeah, this is specifically when you are going to address somebody. I'll rewind and back up just sure. a little bit on one thing I want to state because I don't yeah. want to miss the point is that the first hard conversation you have to have is with the man in the mirror. Yeah. Like the first radical conversation you have to have is with you. Like you know what you're not doing. Stop telling yourself the BS narrative that you're telling yourself, the excuse that you're giving yourself. If you want to have radical, direct conversations, not only with others, which is the key to success and happiness, Mm. you first have to have it with yourself. How do you do that? You have to also be vulnerable enough to let others in to hold you accountable to that conversation. So the example I gave on the insurance syndicate with Steve, um, the guy you know that's partners in crime here with us, is he had heart surgery and he's supposed to be on the treadmill every day. He's been slacking a little bit, <laughs> right? So he reached out to me and said, hey, will you hold me accountable to getting on the treadmill every day? This is why Steve is going to be successful and is successful in his life because he has the radical conversation with himself in the mirror going, you're failing at what you need to do. You're not able to hold yourself accountable. Reach out to get somebody else to hold you accountable. That will be real and be direct with you. Mm-hmm. And that's just such a key point that you can't succeed in radical conversation conversations with others unless you're doing it with yourself. So has he gotten back on the treadmill? He said he did. <laughs> now I gotta see the video proof. Yeah, that's I want the pictures. Type of, that's uh, the type of morning. accountability partner I am. Hey, hey, snap me a photo. If you're gonna text me right now, you better not be in bed. Snap yeah, me a photo. Yeah. That was I like wanna, during 75 hard. It's yeah. like I want to make sure I got yeah. a picture of this. It's dark. I'm outside working the out. The amount of shirtless pictures I have on my phone now from 75 Hard because you have to take Oh, that was the worst part about 75 Hard. You pull up your phone. It's like, oh, excuse me. Ignore yeah, those. Yeah. Ignore all the shirtless pics of me trying to take progress pics. But, um, okay, so getting back to like yeah, talking yeah, yeah. with others in this first point sure, of sure. letting them know it's a hard conversation. And I'll give a caveat here. Like these six are not all encapsulating. I'm just trying to think through things that I have learned, been told, things that have worked for me. Mm. One of the things that has worked for me very well is not sugarcoating, not dancing around the point and not avoiding your intention of the conversation. And it helps me to state in the very beginning, hey, Josh, you know, want to talk to you. Hey, man, this is going to be maybe a rougher conversation or more difficult conversation. But the key here is you're not only prepping them, Mm -hmm. right, but then you also are sharing with them that like what your goal is mm-hmm. from the combo, yeah. if that makes sense. Like you got to state your intention of the yeah, conversation. Yeah, like this could be hard to hear, but here's why Here's why it's happening. Bingo. Because it also alleviates, just so you guys know, like it, it takes a lot of pressure off of you if yes. you start with that because well you're said. not having to figure out, okay, how do I navigate into this 
feedback, you're coming right out and saying, hey, this is going to be a tough conversation. Bingo. Right. If you don't state your attention and you don't state the goal, hey, this is going to be rough. Um, you know, we don't have to say it exactly that way, of course, but Hey, this is going to be a, a tougher conversation or, Hey, I want to address some things that I'm not happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, but my goal in addressing these things is because I value our friendship so much. I value our relationship so much. I value what we're doing together so much, whatever that is, I value it so much that it is worth it to me mm-hmm. to have this conversation with you so I can share with you what's going on. Yeah. And it eliminates, here's what it eliminates. Conversations get emotional. We're emotional human beings you will say things that are misinterpreted oh, your guard wants to go up immediately you exactly. want to get defensive you you're know? lowering people's guard because now they know what to expect and they know the reason why you're having the conversation and so now you have an intent in mind and you have a goal that you're both pursuing and then also ask them i don't know if this is a separate bullet point that i wrote down or not but yeah it's the second bullet point you want to ask permission yeah to have that conversation. I like this one. Yeah, because I fail at this one all the time. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, I want to have a conversation with you, and I just come out and just have it. They might be in the middle of something. Like, you might have called them, interrupted them yeah. in the middle of a project or a task that they're trying to get done, and if they have the opportunity to say, hey, I want to hear it, but can we can we, can we we do yeah. it in 30 minutes? And your goal <laughs> is to ask them, hey, do you can we have this conversation now, or do, would you like to have it later? I'm yeah. okay with either. I just want to make sure you're in the right mindset or whatever to have it. And you'll find that people might say, hey, can we have it in an hour? I'm actually trying to finish up this project. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to finish up X, Y, Z. So asking for permission is key. Yeah, I like the next one. Share your part in the situation and take responsibility. So. Yeah, vulnerability creates vulnerability, Yep. right? So the way to build trust with people is to give trust, right? And to give trust, you have to own your responsibility. There's two sides to every coin. You play a part, even though what they're doing is affecting you, you want to make sure that you are presenting what your part in this conversation is and what you own. And oftentimes, because it takes two, if you lead in sincerity of, hey, this is, you know, this is what I've recognized that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how it's making you feel. I'm not sure what's going on and the impact of it. But I do take ownership of like I could do a better job here. And that just lowers and levels the playing field. Yeah. I find um I was having kind of a, you know, not a difficult, but I was giving direct feedback yesterday uh, to one of my team members and most of the time <laughs> i find that when i'm giving that feedback i'm i'm like i have to take responsibility like this is me too yeah, yeah. like just so you know i'm telling you this but this is also me <laughs> so we're in this together but we both need to both yeah. need to work on this talk now, about now, uh, i will clarify there you're not stating st- about you to soften the message oh sure yeah that, so a lot of people will state some thing that they believe they might be doing to soften the message for the other person. That is not what it's about. It is about transparency of communication. And that's a key But if it's true, like, yeah, if it's true. It will soften it it because it will create vulnerability. But um, you want to just be careful that you don't try to lead in to manipulate the conversation by going, hey, man, and I know I can be confusing too sometimes. (laughs) It's like, no, be specific. And I have that as one of the points later on. Yeah, you give them an out kind of if you're like, like, oh, they do it too. So, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. all right, we'll talk about taking, you know, you take, take ownership of your responsibility, take ownership of your feelings was your next one. Yeah. So Simon Sinek has a great um, acronym called FBI, which is feelings, behavior, impact. And he talks about when you're addressing like hard conversations, and I find this to be true, you have to share with people how it is impacting you. Like, what are your feelings around it that is happening? What are the behaviors that the other person is doing? 
that is making you feel that way and what is the impact it's ultimately going to have on your relationship. Mm -hmm. So I made this mistake with Megan in our relationship and it's probably still due to this day and I'm trying to get better at it. I always approach arguments, conversations, discussions from there's this truth that's outside of both of us, this morality that we must, you know, adhere to. And what it does is it's so, I don't know what the proper term for it is, but it's so terrible because it basically goes, I'm addressing like, hey, we got to be better because of this outside morality, not going, hey, this is how you're making me feel, Megan. Mm. Like, this is how it's impacting me. That's real. I'm not coming as the governance or the governor of like, of morality of like, this is how we need to be. And this is how you should be. And you're failing at being the good person that you're supposed to be. It's coming from a place of vulnerability and going, Hey, this is how I personally feel. Hmm. And that's way more impactful. So if I come to you and tell you something that's going wrong or something I think you're doing wrong, if I explain it from a thing of like, Hey man, this is how businesses are supposed to run. All of a sudden it's an outside morality and outside whatever, instead of going, Hey Josh, what you're doing is making me feel this. Hmm. This is what is how it's affecting me. And these are the behaviors that you're doing that are doing that. And this is the impact it's going to have. It's going to have these business impacts. It's going to have these relationship impacts. It's going to have this stuff that affects our, and, and the relationship's too important to me to not address it. So does that make sense what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you would receive it way better because you would go, hey, I care about Luke. So if it is affecting Luke, versus uh, don't try to teach me how to be a better business person. Yeah. And I think it rolls into your next point, you know, talking about being clear and specific. You yes. Because you got to get, you really have to dial it down to, okay, how is this making me feel? What is actually the specific behavior that's causing that? And then here's the greater impact that it's having on the business. Yeah. So I try to encourage people if there was a specific thing that happened that caused an issue state that specific thing so people can get clarity yeah and uh don't wait don't like, give oh, the that's feedback such a great like point. don't yeah. say this thing that you did two weeks ago yeah that's so good because yeah. that's unfair number one it kind of makes it seem like oh you've just been bottling this up and living on it the other thing it's like if i'm getting feedback like why don't you tell me when it happened yeah. Like you just let two weeks go by yeah, it's so good, where right? I could have kept doing the same thing without addressing it and giving me this, this yeah. feedback sooner. Yeah. And, and that, you know, ruins the trust I put down if in business, unfortunately, when you, when you talk specifics, there's always nuance and right in. So it's like, if we were both looking at an elephant right now, you might be looking at the tail and I might be looking at the trunk and I might be going, it is, um, it's long and it's massive. And you know, you're like, no, it's small and has these, but we're looking at the same elephant. We're just looking at from different directions, right? Yeah. Different perspectives. So when you get into specifics on an issue, you have a chance, you got to understand that like there's nuance to it. So in business specifically, I tell people it's really good to try to see patterns mm -hmm. because patterns of behavior are a lot easier for people to see why it's affecting you mm -hmm. versus just one specific instance. So patterns what, also uh, tend to eliminate excuses because one specific instance oh yes. this was going on that day that's Bingo. why that happened but if it's a if it's a repeated pattern yeah. you can't it's whack-a-mole yeah, exactly yeah. so if you if you address patterns in people like hey you have a pattern of showing up late hey you have a pattern of not being engaged in the meetings just not being engaged one time you know yeah. whatever so so it's kind of your 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 understanding the situation 
And the situation, like we had, a, uh, I heard about a situation in our company where one employee screamed at the other employee on a call. That you have to address the specifics. That's not about a pattern. That's like the specific, like, hey, <laughs> screaming at me on that call yesterday or five minutes ago, whatever. But the pattern of, of like late or t- uh, like not engaging or, you know, not um, responding fast enough, you know, that has that behavior of you delaying in your response makes me feel this way. It makes me feel that you don't care. And that impact makes me not want to be part of this team. It makes me not want to give my all, whatever, right? That it is. You're just walking through this FBI type idea Mm -hmm. with being clear and specific. Yeah. Last point here is to listen and be open to hear what the other person's point of view is. Yeah. So there's two sides to every coin. The best way to um, reach people is to try to seek to understand the shoes that they walk in, mm. right? Put on their shoes. So I just had a conversation where someone was on the phone with me yesterday. It makes me sound like our organization is in, in chaos. Maybe it is. I don't know. But the person was like crying, right? And um, because of things that were going on and, and, and miscommunications. It in was the company me, everybody. It, it was Josh, it was sorry. Me. But the, the, the thing that, you know, in the conversation, like my first thing was to go, hey, you know, share with me what's going on and why you feel this way. And then instead of trying to then combat each of those things, I literally said, well, share with me what you believe like success would look like. If you were in this role and you were like saying like, we should really do it this way, what would that way be? Mm -hmm. Trying to seek to understand their perspective because if I can understand how they would want to lead it, then I can understand why what they're, what's being implemented down on them is not, yeah, working for them because it it doesn't align to what their version of success is. And that's where you can get an alignment versus what, in my early years, I probably would have done it's gone, hey, well, this issue right here is not true because of X, Y, Z. This, you know, it's this because of this. And trying to explain each situation, it's like, no, no, no. I need to first seek to understand why they even feel this way. And yeah. I got to get into their mind. Getting that feedback and, and trying to figure out where that emotion is coming from is so, so critical. Like learning how to ask feedback driven questions is a skill set all in mm. itself. I watched a video by Layla Hermosi who talked about getting feedback from, you know, your directs and how how she approaches it. One of the things she does is similar to what you just said, which is, all right, well if you were running this, yes. how would you do it? Like yep. like if you're trying to get feedback cuz sometimes if you go, you know, what would you do different or what would you like to see me do different, you know, as a boss or whatever. You know, you might not get that feedback, but if you get the, oh, here's their perspective. Here's how they're yes. looking at the house, then you start to understand where they're coming from. Yeah, there's from. just cool management uh, saying about um, when people come into your office with a problem, they have a monkey. And they're trying to they're trying to put that monkey on you. Do not let them put the monkey on you. Your role is to allow them to keep the monkey and and try and basically go, well, how would you deal with this monkey? Mm. Like that's that's the key. So yeah. no monkeys. Don't take no the monkeys, monkeys people. <laughs> keep no. the monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully this episode will help you have some good conversations, difficult conversations, but good conversations and produce some positive change in your life. If you like this episode and want to show your support, you can head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review along with a comment. We'll read it here on the show and the best way to support the show is simply share the podcast with someone that you know speaking of difficult conversations i had an officer a police officer come come to the door and say he was looking he was looking for a man with one eye this police officer was looking for a man with one eye and so i had to tell him i said if you use both you'll probably find him quicker (laughs) he was looking with one eye (laughs) nice yeah that's a pretty good one man yeah 
We had a poll, right? Did we do the poll yet? We, no, we did. Actually, okay, hang on. <laughs> I think I can look at what, what people said. We had a hopefully. broadcast. If you're not following Stay Paid Podcast on Instagram, number one, you should be. It is fantastic. Yeah, that is our, our radical producer, conversation with Ethan you. Our is broadcast doing channel. You guys should go ahead and, and check that we out. Just How exciting. launched the broadcast We've channel. We've been updating so sure. it. But no one actually responded to that joke. So I see that as a, we keep doing them. Well, now. we had eight We had eight likes. Yeah. There was eight likes. So yeah. I think that's a positive. <laughs> I don't know, guys. That might be radical going. candor of wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're going to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, check us out on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acree. Uh, my action item for you is everything you want is on the other side of a difficult conversation. You know the difficult conversation you need to have right now and you're avoiding it. Don't avoid it. Don't sugarcoat it. Apply the six principles that we talked about today. You will succeed and you will be thankful that you did it. I look back on my career and every time I had a hard conversation, I just tell myself, why didn't I have it sooner? Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every industry is top producers take action. So take action on that today. 